Wasn't that pretty sounding? Anyways, hi. Welcome to the Miles Podcast episode, I don't know, something. Um, so welcome back. Uh, I've got so many new things, so many new and exciting action-packed things uh, to discuss and go over and where to begin. Well, it's a good thing that I uh, have everything written down. Uh, anyways, I moved. Um, I've been dealing with that, so I'm no longer in my, my original abode. I have moved on, and now I'm in what I like to call Miles Manor. Um, it's a third-story th- third apartment. I'm on the third floor, I should say. Um, it's awesome. I love it. Uh, it's a two-bedroom, and the second bedroom is uh, where I am right now, which is just like all my recording equipment, my CDs, all my crap to fix old video games, my computers, guitars, all in this room. Um, so now the game room is all in the living room, and my bedroom is just my bedroom. Uh, there's nothing else in there. So anyway, so I was I did that in, in August, so I'm finally like fully settled in. Um, all my boxes are unpacked and all that good stuff. Uh, so thankfully I've been writing things down that I've wanted to talk about over the past, uh, I don't know, month or so. Let's see, uh, I don't know if I mentioned this in my last podcast, I cut my hair. Um, my hair used to be down to about the middle of my back, and then I, I cut it all off. Um, so now I have short hair, and I grow a goatee. Because why not? Because when I had long hair, um, the problem I would run into is I'd try to grow facial hair, but then my hair would get caught up in the facial hair, and it was like, eh. I didn't want to deal with that. Uh, but now that I don't have the, uh, now I have facial pubes, and it's kind of cool. Cut hair, grow goatee. Oh, I, I got a new job. Um, I've been promoted, uh, so that's exciting. Um, yay. Go me. I, I met my five-year goal within four and a half years, so now I have to set a new five-year goal, and I have no idea <laughs> where I want to be in five years. So that's always fun to deal with. So that was exciting. I've also been doing that a lot. Uh, it's a couple more hours a week. But in the long run, I like it. I'm having fun and enjoying it. I started writing. I'll talk, talk a little bit about that. Uh, I started typing out a story about the last year of my life. Not the last year that I'm alive, but the last year that I have gone through. Um, which that year has almost come to a conclusion, uh, thankfully. And I don't know how many words I'm at. I think I'm at like 12,000 words, 13,000 words. It's hard for me to write because it's a lot of very personal stuff and it's very, like, everything that I've gone through in the last year, which I think I, the title of it is, like, The Longest Year of My Life. And that's because, oh, my God, it just keeps going. Just nonstop. So I've, I've been writing that. I don't write in it that often because, uh, you know, it, it puts me in a weird headspace, um, especially the topics that I'm currently on in the the uh, story. So maybe someday I'll, I'll publish it or something. Um, I also started writing a, uh, thriller, I guess, uh, which is cool. I don't have very much in that one, but I've had the idea for a while, and I finally decided, you know, fuck it, I'ma do it, and I like the idea of it. It's like a serial killer kind of thing, 
and I don't know, it's fun. I just, it's cool because, like, I'm finally culminating all the weird information that I know. Because, oh, Jesus. So at the end of high school, I did a, a whole research project on criminally insane people. And, like, all the heavy metal I listened to and all that good stuff. Um, so I, I, I subsequently know a lot about the topic. So I might as well mush it with other things that I know and see what happens. And so far, I think it's kind of cool. Um, I don't want to spoil anything because eventually, who knows, maybe someone would want to read it and not have something spoiled. Uh, but that's in the works. And that's about it for, like, new and exciting things. Oh, yeah, I call myself Miles 2.0 because I have the short hair and the goatee and I look nothing like I did before, which is just funny. Apparently on my notes, I wanted to talk about temperature of drinks. I don't know why, but apparently I wrote the suck temperature is pretty much room temperature. So, okay, I remember this. So it's pretty much like when you have a hot beverage, it's delicious. Oh, it, ooh, that's good. That's, that's good hot beverage. But then it gets like room temperature. and Man, it sucks. That temperature sucks. All right, but then you got a cold beverage. Ooh, mm, you know. Ah, this is a delicious cold beverage, right? But then it gets room temperature, and then it sucks. There's something about room temperature that just sucks. It's a terrible temperature for liquid. The only time I enjoy it is, like, a bottle of water. Um, but it's just a, it's, a, it's a weird thing. But, like, if you have coffee, right? You drink your, your hot coffee. Mmm, that's delicious. But then you ice it, and then it goes to the polar opposite. So now it's good, apparently. I don't like coffee. but Or, like, iced tea. You know, tea's good when it's hot. Tea's good when it's very cold. That middle temperature. I, I don't know what beverages are, you know, okay to drink at that temperature. Because, like, even beer. Beer is terrible once it gets above, like, 45 degrees. And it's just, ugh. Ugh. Oh, jeez. Um, just random things. I wanted to talk about... Oh, yeah. I go to uh, Goodwill. And what I've been noticing the trends in Goodwill and, like, the, the, the shit that people are donating is a lot of, like, those early 2000s, end of the 90s um, spy movies. Like, oh, my God, there's so many of them. Or those heist movies. And just, like, that's all I see there is just, like, oh, boy, what DVDs are we going to find? Oh, boy, spy shit. Great. That's exactly what I wanted to see. Three copies of The Italian Job and 12 copies of Spy Kids. Great. Ooh, this one was fun. Uh, I went to a Retro World Expo down in Connecticut. It was a uh, video game convention. It was two days, but we only went to one, and that was that was perfect for me. I don't think I could have handled a second day of it. Um, it's something that I, I realize with uh, my hobbies. I love old video games. Love video games. I fucking hate the culture of it. Um, I don't know. There was just... I liked seeing all the vendors, and it was, like, in a big, you know, auditorium, and there was just a shit ton of people selling stuff. They had, like, tournaments going on. Um, they had a couple, uh, like, celebrities, quote-unquote, you know, people who, in my hobby, uh, enjoy. Like, I met the guy who just did the voice acting for NBA Jam, and that was cool. And I met this guy, uh, Pat the NES Punk. Uh, he's a YouTuber who I like. So I met him and got his book. I met uh, some guy who was 
all about Laserdisc, and I ended up talking to him for, like, 30 minutes about Laserdisc, which I don't really know anything about, but it was just cool, and, like, to see how much he was passionate about Laserdisc. That's cool, because, like, I'm passionate about, I don't know, little flippy clocks from the 80s. Um, but, like, the people who are walking around, the other people who are like me, mm, I don't like them. Uh, like, the, the, I, I can't even tell you the number of neckbeards that I saw. It was an ungodly amount. And, like, just sweaty people. And, like, people were getting in arguments. Did I write that one down? Hey, I didn't, but there was this a vendor who was selling this PlayStation 1 game. And this, this customer who came up, and he's like, you're charging too much for that game. And the, the vendor was like, well, you see, it's a PlayStation 1 game that was an originally a long box PS1 game. It was like the first 50-whatever games came in those big, giant jewel cases like the Sega Saturn, uh, Sega CD games. And this was a reprint of it. They did, I guess they, they did the original run on the big box, and then... Several years later, did a small batch of the smaller jewel case, like a regular CD case for the, for the game. I don't remember what it was. Some kind of submarine game, I think. And the guy was, you know, just like, well, if you if you look at price charting online, you could see that the price is significantly lower. And the vendor's like, look, look, this is the, this is the harder to find variant because of the reasons I just explained. And the, uh, the customer was just kind of getting, like, super ornery and just like, how could you charge these? How could you charge these prices? That kind of thing. And the, the vendor pretty much just snapped because I, I was impressed. He just told him to fuck off. Like, literally told him to fuck off and, like, get away from his stand. And I was like, man, that, that takes guts. So then I went over and I was, I was talking to the vendor. And I was like, yeah, you know... I guess you're kind of in the right, but that guy's also a dick, and you're kind of a dick. But I don't care. Uh, I ended up buying, like, I think a Japanese N64 game from him. Uh, but it was funny to see someone tell someone to fuck off. Oh, they had... <laughs> I wrote it twice. So, uh, when we walked into the auditorium, or into the lobby of the, uh, the Connecticut Convention Center, uh, they had... Uh, the Jurassic Park car, like the uh, the green and yellow one that um, you know Alan Grant and Jeff Goldblum are in when the T Rex comes out and starts fucking all their shit up in the first Jurassic Park movie. So they had that. I don't know if it was a replica. I don't know if it was actually from the movie. It was probably a replica, like because I've seen people who do that um, for like the DeLorean uh, from Back to the Future. They'll they'll do like a this is a reproduction of the movie one. So it could have been that, but either way, I about shit a brick when I saw it, and I ran over, and I have this super stupid picture of me just, like, giddily smiling uh, next to it, um, and I, I love that picture. I made it my, my Facebook picture before I deleted Facebook, so I was like, that's gonna be, that's gonna be me. I should make that my profile picture on everything. It's on my Instagram. I'm also on Instagram, uh, so follow me on there. If you want. I don't know what my Instagram is. What's my Instagram? Future me. Edit in Instagram. How about you don't tell me what to do past me? Miles, man. That's it. Oh, no. It's uh, Metal Miles 15. I don't know why I did 15. Um, but it's on my Instagram. Check it out. It's cool. Ooh. Ooh. Got a new segment. This is an exciting segment. Uh, it is called... 
Miles Goodwill Fine Corner. I don't I don't know why I typed that. But either way, we got the Miles. I should add like some reverb to this. It should be like the uh the Miles Big ass Goodwill Fine Corner. Something like that. Uh but anyways, let's let's talk about what I have found at Goodwill lately. Uh it's a little out out of date, but I know what I got. Uh, I got an Audio Slave album. That was cool. Uh, wood wooden filing cabinet. Oh my god, I didn't I didn't do a podcast when I found the the wooden filing cabinet. Oh boy. All right, so I'll get back to the the Miles Goodwill fine corner big ass whatever the hell I called it. Um, I bought this wooden filing cabinet at Goodwill in like Westbrook. It's awesome. I love it because it's all wood and it's just beautiful. But anyways. What I know about Goodwill is, like, when you donate that kind of stuff, they're they're supposed to, like, go through it and make sure there's no personal information. Well, they got most of it. Um, I had wished that they had gone through more. But anyway, so when you open the filing cabinet, it had just, like, the folders. Just a bunch of empty folders. And um, I was like, awesome. Great. So I started uh, taking them out because I was cleaning it down. And I, I shook out some of the, the folders. And, like, a, a pamphlet fell out. Um, a picture of a, a potted flower fell out, and it was from, like, 97. So I have that somewhere in a drawer because it, it's, it's just cool. Um, I should stick it up somewhere. It's, like, there's no context at all. There's, like, nothing in the background. It's just, like, a potted plant on someone's kitchen table from the 90s. Just kind of neat. But then uh, that's when the picture slid out. Not the flower picture, a different picture. Um, one of the pamphlets was for, uh, like, colonoscopy stuff. And so what happened to slide out but a, a high-resolution picture of someone's colonoscopy? This is horrifying because it was... Mm, it was bad. It was, it was about four pictures, and it was the pictures of something that wasn't supposed to be there. And it was gross. Uh, I don't. I won't go into too much graphic detail, but whoever it was, and it had their name on there, but it, it said it was taken in like '94, and I kind of figured that the person's probably dead, and that's why I currently have his filing cabinet. Um, but anyways, it, and it had his birthday, so he was like super old. Uh, but anyways, the uh, yeah, the picture wasn't good. I hopefully he got it resolved. Um, whatever his ailment was, because it was gross. Um, no one needs to see that. It was just funny. So now, now every time I go to Goodwill, I'm, I'm wary of what, what's going to slide out of some of this shit. All right. So back to the, the, what I have found, I found a Goldfinger album, which I think is probably the best thing I've ever found at Goodwill. As far as music, Goldfinger's the ska band from the 90s. They did that song Superman that was in, like, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1, I think. It was a good album. I really like it. Found a bunch of heavy metal CDs, and that was real weird. Like, Kill Switch Engage, um, Meshuggah, some other stuff. I don't know. They're just cool. So, I think that's it for the Miles Goodwill big-ass corner find. I don't know. Uh, I'll workshop it. I also want to quickly talk about the new Eminem album, uh, Kamikaze. I liked it. I don't know. People don't like it. I, I don't mind it. Um, 
the first time I listened to it, I really liked it. And then the more I listened to it, the more I listened to the lyrics. And the more I realized Eminem was just kind of like, I don't know, just bleh. <laughs> He's just mad at everybody for some reason. I don't know why. I'm, I'm not in much into the raps. Oh, I went to a coffee shop. There's a coffee. So where I live now, I live kind of in a... I don't know, like, I wouldn't say it's a city because there's no, like, skyscrapers or giant buildings, but, like, it's a pretty big town. Um, metropolitan area. We'll go with that. Like, there's a Walmart down the road. Um, but anyways, I'm, I'm at the end of a dead-end street, which is cool. I, I love it. Um, but anyway, so I walked to this little coffee shop down the road that sells books and, like, coffee and weird sandwiches that I've never heard of and can't pronounce and weird coffees that I can't pronounce. And I just, I, I took a couple uh, notes while I was there. Um, it was just, like, I was wondering why there were so many middle-aged people hanging, just hanging out there at 10.30 in the morning on, like, a Tuesday. Like, don't you have places to be? I mean, in all fairness, you know, I'm sitting there myself drinking tea, but, like, I don't know. I wanted to just... There were so many people on their, their laptops typing things. I just kind of wanted to be like, oh, no. Fucking my agent told me my script has, has gone. If only I could replace it. Um, and just to see what would happen. Oh, so they have this, the, this. Most coffee shops have, like, up at the counter, you know, little glass cabinet with all the, the sticky buns and the cinnamon rolls. Anyways, there's one guy who was wearing a fucking couch. I said, Grandma Couch Green Sweater. It was a turtleneck, too. He was there with his, his lady, and he was, like, leaning over the counter and, like, reaching into the glass, like, where the the employee would get his stuff, and was just like, I want this one. And he's, like, all contorting his body to point out the one that he wanted. And it's like, bitch, go back to your loveless marriage. Um, there was not that many hipsters, believe it or not. It, like I said, it was just a lot of, like, middle-aged people. Oh, and there was a guy wearing a bow tie. That was cool. All right, so Spider-Man. Oh, my God. Oh, my Jesus. Spider-Man. All right, so the Spider-Man for the PlayStation 4. When did that come out? I don't know. Fucking September at some point. I fucking love that game. Bought it on a whim. Like, I was at GameStop buying fucking Wii U games, and there was a pretty lady behind the counter... And she's like, would you be interested in buying the new Spider-Man? And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll buy Spider-Man. So I bought Spider-Man. It reminds me a lot of the Spider-Man 2 for the GameCube. I used to play that all the goddamn time as a kid. So playing this, it it did something that games don't do a lot at all for me now. Which is, it made me smile. Because I'm just, you know, such a lovely, smiling person. It was cool. Like... Everything everything in the game's real neat. I don't want to talk too much about the game, but it, the swinging feels real good. It just the game looks awesome. Uh whoever developed the game, I think it was Insomniac. Uh they they paid attention to detail and stuff and there's just like so much Spider-Man crap in there. It's kind of like a blend of um everything Spider-Man. It's not its own it's not like part of the uh Marvel universe where like the movies it's based off of the comics or whatever. It's everything. Um, there's there's one point where you... There's a cutscene where you're trying to stop a train 
car and like spider-man gets to the front of it and shoots his webs or against the wall to try to like stop slow down the train and then all the webs snap and then he's like oh man that worked last time and uh, that just reminded me of in uh spider-man 2 back in like 2004 um he does that and it, it was just funny a uh, nice little reference it was, it, little things that that made me smile was like spider-man's talking to this cop lady and uh he just keep he talks in like the third person and he calls himself spider cop for a little while and uh he does this grizzly voice and uh, one of the funny things that he said was like part man part spider all cop and it was like yeah i was i was all for it fast traveling in the game i don't know why there was fast traveling because like swinging around the game the swinging around new york was so much fun why would I want to fast travel? But what was kind of cool was when you're fast traveling, it shows like a little cutscene of Spider-Man on the subway, like playing on his cell phone or talking to another guy in a Spider-Man suit. Um, there's a there's a part in the game which uh, a character's dad dies, and it's like, oh no. And then you know Peter Parker's like, I'm I'm gonna make you feel better. And then he like shows up as Spider-Man, and it's like, oh, gee, your dad died. How's a visit from your good old friend Spider-Man? And that's funny. And the music drove me nuts. Uh, I ended up just turning it off because, you know, you're running around New York, no music. And then as soon as you start swinging, like, this big orchestral music jumps in. But, like, if I'm swinging from one building to the other and then stop, I just had that orchestral thing for about six seconds. And then it stops. I'm like, I don't, I don't need it. So I shut it off. And uh, I played through the whole game. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I'll play through some more of it, maybe. Pretty much did all the collectibles as I went, and then at one point it's just like, all right, here's like 12 new different things that you have to go collect. I'm like, uh, I don't want to. So I didn't, because fuck that. I guess the only other thing I can talk about is the CD that I ordered, finally. This is a CD, it's called, it's by the band Grindstone, and is called Nowhere Under. I have been trying to get a copy of this CD for, year and a half it is so hard to find these cds because there's like no information on this band the only reason i know about this band called grindstone is because there's an n64 game called top gear overdrive and it has some of their songs in it which is cool right who and it's like 90s grunge i love it and i love those songs and there's only like I don't know, like 10 songs on YouTube by them. Because the band was in, like, when does this CD come out? This CD came out in 99. They have a CD that came out before, which I think was 97, from what I can gather on the internet. After this this album, Under Nowhere, they disbanded. They no longer exist. Uh, their website doesn't exist. And there's there's, like, no information on these people. And so what I did is I just, I kept digging on the internet, like, trying to find bits and bobs from, like, you know, I was in on forum pages from, like, 2001, trying to find out anything about this band, like, where they're located from and whatnot. And so a few months ago, many months ago, I found out that they originated from um, Portland, Oregon, in, like, Seattle area. So I started calling record stores and CD shops out there. And mind you, I'm in the state of Maine. So 
when I was explaining to the people, like, yo, I'm looking for this CD. I live in Maine. I just, I want to find a CD by this band. Um, the, the people over there were very helpful. They were like, oh, snap. I want to help you find this because that's cool. Um, the, 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 nothing happened. Um, but I did find in my travels through the internet that I just happened to look at the comment section of one of the songs by the band. And he said that the singer went off and did this other band that's still around, kind of. I was like, cool. So I found the other band on Facebook. Um, the singer doesn't have his own Facebook page. I'm like, God fucking damn it. Because I was just going to message him. So I was at a roadblock. And then I noticed another um, comment that said that this, whatever song it was was from the album Under Nowhere. No, sorry, Nowhere Under. Jesus. And so I was like, okay, well, let me look it up. And again, just not finding anything on the internet. It It's, it's so weird to think. Like, if I want to look up Kill Switch and Engage, the end of a heartache, I can find that super easy. If I want to look up any song by these people, super easy. Sometimes there's not shit on the internet. And when there's not shit on the internet, it's fucking hard to find things. Like, those using of keywords still makes it fucking impossible. So anyways, I found out the album name. And I just put it on my eBay. And I, I set it as an alarm, like, Alright, when Grindstone Nowhere Under shows up, fucking, like, send me an email. That kind of thing. Months go by. Something shows up. I, I get an email. Grindstone, nowhere under, shows up on eBay. I'm like, oh my god, finally. It, it was like six, seven months later. They wanted like $120 for it. Like, what the fuck? Like, do people know that there's just not many of these CDs or something? I didn't buy it. I was like, fuck that. I'm not buying it for $120. Um, so then another month or two goes by and another CD comes up. I get the email, it's $90. I'm like, shit. And no, I'm not buying it for $90. Fast forward to last week. Shows up again. $40. Fuck. I'm doing it. I pulled the trigger, boom, got the CD. Came in yesterday. Fucking awesome CD. I'm so happy I have it now. Um... But it's like, oh my god. But what's cool is uh, the CD itself, like the case and or the, the the sleeve, whatever, it has so much valuable information because now not only do I know the singer's name, who I already knew, I know the drum, drum the drum player, the Jesus Christ, the drummer. God fucking damn it. Um, the drummer's name. I know the bassist's name and the lead guitarist's name. So with that information... I'm going to track down that other CD. There's one more CD that has all the songs that are, that are from that game, that N64 game. I'm going to find that CD somehow. I feel like I'm a sleuth. So it's going to be it's going to be difficult. I'm not it's going to take me a long time, I'm sure, to get this other CD if it even exists. I I assume it does. So that'll be fun. Uh, another thing I got is a uh, a CD by a band called Euphoron. Euphor Euphorion. I don't know how to pronounce it. Really cool, like, death metal uh, band. They're from New Zealand. Anyways, I, I downloaded their album. 
they had an album that was free back in 2011. Um, and I downloaded it in like 2012 when I was in trade school right after high school. And I remember just like learning about computer repair while listening to this, you know, New Zealand death metal band. Uh, so they came out with a new album uh, since 2011 uh, called, I don't fucking remember what it's called. It's on my shelf. I don't care. Chances are you're not even going to look it up, but they, uh, it's on my Instagram. They put out the album and they were hoping that, you know, people would buy it up. No, no questions asked. No one fucking bought it. Uh, it's a really good album. Uh, so they decided that they were going to disband. It was only like two guys, but they weren't going to do the band anymore. And they were just like, they marked down the price on their CDs just to get rid of them. They, they only had like 300 CDs left. So I was like, all right. So I got on Bandcamp and I bought it. And it took it like two weeks to get here. But it's great. And I'm happy I have it. And it's in a little plastic sleeve. And it's adorable on my shelf. I think that's it. I think that's all that's going on with me right now. Kind of exciting. Uh... Oh, yeah, so my apartment, uh, I don't have internet at my apartment, so I think that's why this is so late. Like, I wanted to do this podcast last month, but I don't have internet. I still don't have internet, so I'm just going to have to take my laptop to, like, that weird hipster coffee shop, I think, and uh, upload it from there. And, yeah, I think that's it. I think that's the conclusion to the Miles podcast. I didn't mention it at the very beginning of the the podcast, but that that guitar thing that I played, that was um, the intro of Conquer or Die by Megadeth. Uh, Oh, yeah, completely forgot to mention that. I bought a new guitar. Oh, my God. Um, I bought a guitar. I sold a bunch of video games that I I knew I was never going to play, and they were, like, worth money. So I sold them, and I bought a fancy-ass classical guitar. And it's dope as hell. It's pretty as hell. Again, it's on my Instagram. Go check out my Instagram. It's uh, MetalMiles15. M-Y-L-E-S. It's a beautiful-ass guitar. So anyways, I learned how to play that beautiful piece at the beginning. And yeah. Cool. Alright, I will catch you all on the next episode.